0: Maybe
1: I'll try this one. Hey, y'all. Hey, and welcome to the Unangry Black Woman podcast. I am your host, the healing coach, Tiffany Fox. In this podcast, we're talking about real things with real people, and we're doing it all the way real. Right. So my guest today is Rodney Slade, my brother from another mother. His wife is my best friend, y'all. And so people always ask me, how are you so close with your best friend's husband? Right. And me and this guy have been rocking for years. And when I tell you it's my brother, I trust him with my life, my family. We do life. We do real life. Right. No doubt. No doubt. And so I definitely had to bring him on the show um, because I love and honor him so much in his opinion. Because we do life, y'all. So what you getting is... This- is the real. So let me first um, allow you to introduce yourself. What you want the people to know about? Hey,
0: uh, my name is Rodney. Uh, it's an honor to be here. Uh, I love, you know, chopping it up with you. Uh, the conversations, um, uh, they're, they're great. Um, you help me to see a different side of it because sometimes I feel like my opinion is the only opinion. And when you, you know, chime in, uh it, you know, helps me to understand that, you know, it's more than one way to a destination.
1: Okay. All, right. All right. I love you. I love you more. <laughs> <laughs> so we're gonna get into this thing. Um, and so let me give you a little backstory. So if you heard episode one, we uh me and my man, my man, my man, we uh dug deep when it came to uh Kirk Franklin and so we we unpacked that thing and we talked about a lot of topics and so I don't want to necessarily go back um over the documentary but I do want to pull some nuggets to help our conversation today so first of all were you able to see Father's Day
0: I I was able to I was able to see Father's Day uh but being totally um totally 100 about it um I couldn't watch it all
1: okay okay okay
0: I couldn't watch it all uh I got very, very emotional about the about the whole thing um uh, the 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 moment that that first cry that kurt did um mm. uh, that really that really hit me um my father was in my life my you know the whole time, okay, so I, I didn't have an absent father. He was there. Um, things wasn't great, you know, um, but it brought back the memories of the of the times that wasn't great, but it also um, made me feel. Some kind of way that he didn't have his father with him, Mm, Uh, and it it hurt me. His hurt caused me to hurt. Okay, Um, not only for him, but for the ones that I do know that their father is not in their life. They didn't have the opportunity to enjoy the good, the bad, the happy, the sad. So the I just got so emotional about it that I couldn't, couldn't watch the rest. Mm -hmm,
1: mm -hmm. And so that's where one of the nuggets, you know, I got from it was how important fathers are. And I, I know fathers are important. I was, you know, I'm a daddy's girl. My dad raised us um, as a single father. So I know firsthand the importance, but this one hit different. And what it showed me was, you know, fathers really give you an identity, right? And so, they really shape who you are. They let you know who you are. They validate and confirm who you are. And so, I wanted to lend this episode to talk about identity, male identity, fatherhood, you know. How does a male play a role in identity or what identity issues do men have? Period. And so, you know, we we hear you know a lot from the women's point of view, and so I, I love to create and curate safe spaces. And so I want to you know give the brothers a voice too, so we can actually hear what, when 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 we talk about identity, what does that mean? How does fatherhood play a role in that? So what you think?
0: If if we're going to, if we're going to be totally honest, uh about the male the male role in in the kids lives mm-hmm. um they have to be able to have that role okay okay especially when we speak about the 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 father the absent father the the father that is not in the household um I think some differences have to be set aside to still allow that father to be the father
1: between the mother and father between the, the co-parenting mother, be okay. the
0: co-parenting part. Yes, um, because with um, when we think back on the Father's Day, uh, mm-hmm. I know you you spoke about it before, but there were some things that 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 took place um, between the mother and the father, Mm -hmm. um, that caused the whole avalanche of situations uh, Mm -hmm. that Kurt had to deal with, you know what I mean? Right. Um, And I think that uh, sometimes the the woman being the protector because the father is not there or, you know, they're co-parenting, I think sometimes they could, and maybe this may open up, (laughs) Open up a, we going a can of worms. <laughs> we going there? <laughs> but I think sometimes the uh, the overprotection okay. uh, or feeling like you're doing uh, the best for the child okay. can, can be more damaging uh, in the father and the child's relationship.
1: So you first talked about, um, you know, the father having, you know, access to the child is what I heard. Right. What if said mother... Right, overprotective as we can be, I, I will admit that feels like it's not safe. Feel like we're opening up a can of disappointment after disappointment. The overprotection comes in a sense of I'm trying to protect his feelings from who this man is.
0: Yeah, I'm cool with that okay. if 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 that situation is solely uh, okay looking out for the child and your feelings have been taken out of it. Okay. You know, because there's a there's a reason you and you and dad is not you you and dad are not together. Right. Okay. Right. So if 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 you can set those feelings to the side and honestly say that there's a safety issue taking place, then I can totally understand, but still we have to find a way to to sew Pops back into the fabric of that relationship, um, so that, you know, the child can be familiar with dad, know, understand who Pops is, and, 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 you know, as time goes on, um, maybe create their own, um, um, opinion Mm -hmm. about, about their father. Um, it's, um, it's some rough waters to navigate it through. Is. Seriously it yes. is. But you have to be able to navigate through those waters because you know, these these kids are some of these kids are turning out to be trained with
1: mm-hmm. uh,
0: with without that um without that father's touch, without 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 him being in their lives. Now I understand that some some pops, some dads, they're not you know, it's, it's no big deal. Some dads are, uh, you know, looking at their children, looking at their kids as um, bills, you know, mm-hmm. um, child support payments and and things like that. And I can't wait to get off of that in their mind, you know. But uh, for those that are genuinely trying, uh, there have there has to be a common ground. There has to be something that takes place to allow that father to be a part of that child's life, um, outside of mom's, I don't want to say control, but outside of her being overbearing and, and dictating how it's going to take place.
1: Do you think, um, and I'm specifically, you know, this podcast is, you know, welcoming everybody, but I want to specifically talk to our community and, you know, the things we deal with. Do you think there is, do we value our black men? Do we value our fathers?
0: <laughs> well, I mean, if you if you ask uh, Belks and Dillard's, no. <laughs> <laughs> According to the neckties and the T-shirts and the underwear we get for Father's Day, uh, <laughs> I don't. I think uh, I think it's it's always been. Uh, Automatic for the mother, and I think it's always been a um it's always been an effort when it comes to the fathers um mm. and then i and, and if you just want to go back to the roots of it uh it's we've always we've been brought up to be tough and mm-hmm. uh not show our emotions uh you know you're a man you know. Quit crying, stop, you know, and, and, and things like that, and um, so it our feelings when you know when it comes to the to all the mushy stuff or the the fatherhood and 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 things like that. It, it society has painted a picture that we don't care, but that's a lie. We do right,
1: absolutely. We do most well, certainly. Do you think women value you and what you bring to the fatherhood?
0: Of the child's life. <laughs> um, I think when it's good, it's good. I think um, I would be. I, I I think in a in a on a perfect scenario, we don't we don't have perfect scenarios, but I think yeah. in a uh, two parent home. I think it's a. I think it's a give and take. I think, uh, I think, I don't even know if I want to say it's appreciated. Mm. It's it's just automatic. It's like you know, you when a when a father is doing what they're supposed to do, it's you're doing what you're supposed to do. It's not something that I, we're not we're not often pat, patted on our back or or recognized for doing what society says we're supposed to be doing, okay? It's not a, you know, it's, it's not a we're at home and all of a sudden you guys show up with some flowers and say, you know what, I'm just giving you this. Would because you like
1: flowers, Slade? Like? Can, <laughs> can we give you this? <laughs> no, we, no I'm, I'm, not,
0: I'm not saying <laughs> that. I, I, I think with, with I think with the, once again, we can we go back to the way that we were, that we're people say we're supposed to be. We're supposed to just be, you know, almost like robots. Like we don't show feelings, and and you know, a man does this, and a man does that, and and it just it is just not laid out to where we're supposed to be these uh, emotional type people that really need all of these accolades and things saying that you did a good job you know right it's it's just not what's happening
1: that was the one thing that I loved about Kurt was he was so vulnerable and it was in real time and so I think a lot of people needed to see a man being vulnerable emotional in real time because we do think you robots we do think Everything is logic, and because we're not used to, in our community, we're not used to a man showing his feelings. I think the feeling that we see first uh, on the surface is anger or nonchalant, right? And so we're not used to men processing feelings, talking about seeing most of y'all, you know, isolate and go into your hole, your corner, and then y'all come out looking like everything is good. So we're not used to that. So I was glad that he put that out there because I know so many people um, needed to see that. We had a question on the floor? All right. So the question on the floor is uh, he wants us to deal with the ready-made man and ready-made woman. Coming to the table in a relationship, feeling like ready-made. And so I, I'll, I'll go first because um, that was a term that I used forever. So let me, let me unpack it. So being raised by my father, I saw my father as a father. Right, so I'm a kid looking at her father, um, you know, pay all the bills, raise the girls, um, do it from scratch. When we got with my father, I was ten. My father didn't know how to do hair; he didn't know how to cook. So our dinner was bologna sandwiches and hungry men. And so to watch this man uh, take us, you know, at a time where he he wasn't sure, you know, what to do, but he knew he had to step up and make it happen for us. We went to Catholic school and you know, we got our hair done and he did all the things. He, he just had one rule on Thursday nights was his night, right? So that was his, his, his time with his boys or whatever. Um, watching my dad do that from 10 up until the time I'm grown, um, it was nothing that my father couldn't do. Um, and so I thought that that was the man. I thought that my husband was going to come in and do exactly what my dad did. Now, is my dad perfect? Absolutely not. But did my dad handle his business? Was both of his daughters, you know, amazing women? Yes, we are. Um, But I thought that that's what my husband would look like. And so dating, I had this invisible bar, and I'm comparing these men to my dad. Oh, you ain't ready. Oh, you can't do that? Oh, you ain't ready. You know, because I thought men come ready-made. Or looking at older men, you know, in particular, um, my pastor, I was like, oh, yeah, ready made, right? They come ready. And I thought it was like a light switch. You're deciding to do this. Not that you have to be groomed into it. Not that there has to be grace. Not that seeds have to be planted in water. I thought that black man, you just decide and then you make it happen. Did that hurt my relationship? It did because I had the invisible bar of... This ready-made man and I didn't give men grace. I wasn't patient. <laughs> <laughs> you laughing like you know something. Uh, <laughs> I, I didn't give them grace and, and there was no patience because for me men were so logical. Oh, it's just it's just it's a decision. It's like picking out what shoes you want to wear today. Do you want to be a stand-up guy or don't you? And if I see any flaws, it was your choice that you were lackluster. Um, on the other side, raising a son, on the other side, having a husband, I understand there are seeds that need to be planted. That garden needs to be watered, right? And so um, no one is born into the man that they're going to be. And, again, if I looked at my dad from the lens of a husband or a boyfriend, I might have some different opinions. But me looking up to my dad as, as a father, oh, he was my hero, Right, but that didn't mean he was a great husband. That didn't mean he was a great boyfriend. There were some things um, that he had to go through to make him who he is. So,
0: (laughs) (laughs) you know, um, you you spoke about ready ready made ready made ready made men. Um, I don't agree.
1: You think men are ready made?
0: I think society has. Made us ready-made. There's a blueprint when it comes to what a man is supposed to be.
1: Who's blueprint? You who made tell, it?
0: You t- exactly. Who and is
1: it correct? Who
0: who made it? But there there's a certain standard that men are put up to. The the man the man is you, the man is a supposed to pay these bills. The man is supposed to do this. The man is supposed to do that. There's all types of things that have been placed on the man's plate, but nobody can tell me what a woman is supposed to do, right? Like you see, we you can go on any social media site, and it's going to be somebody that's speaking about what a real man should do. Or, well, girl, he ain't no real man because he ain't doing this and he ain't doing that. Okay? <laughs> but I always poke the bear because I will comment, well, what, what is a real woman supposed to do? What are you supposed to do? Okay, we can say, oh, uh, well, the man is supposed to pay the bills. The man is supposed to make sure the home is safe. The man is supposed to do this. It's, it's a laundry list of things that the man is supposed to do. But as soon as I place on the table, well, the woman is supposed to make sure that I have a meal ready for me when I get home. The woman is going to say, well, I worked all day. (laughs) And I had to come home and take care of the kids. And I had to do this and I had to do that. And it's a thousand things that the woman had to do The reason why she can't be a real woman, okay? But a man cannot use not one single excuse to why he can't be a real man. We don't have that luxury, okay? So I applaud your pops for doing what he did. Mm -hmm. I love that Negro, I really do, Mm -hmm. I love him too. (laughs) I applaud him for that, okay? But that's just not... I'm not gonna say it's not repeated. I because I think men will step up to the plate and do what, what they were supposed the, what they're supposed to do. Mm-hmm. Okay. But in society's in society's eyes, your dad is yo, know, he just
1: did what he's supposed
0: to do. Just did what he's supposed to do. No he ain't did nothing worthy of being saluted or anything like that, because that's what a real man does. <laughs> that's what a real man does.
1: So here we like to dispel myths and we like to get to the truth. So, what is a real man? Yo, forget society, forget culture. One moment. What? What is the?
0: You know what? I let me ask this black woman. What is a real <laughs> man?
1: Okay. I mean, for me, because y- y- I can't y- say real and not not real, right? I can't say a uh, uh, a piss poor man right? Because again, my measurement or my looking glass of a man, it, cha- it doesn't change, but it grows every day watching. First of all, when you have a son, it changed for me. I had a daughter and I knew the type of man I would want her to bring home, right? But the type of man I want my son to be, it changes. How I see my husband interact with my son and how you know our marriage goes it changes for me. Like, he shows up, and he shows me a different side every day. And so I could say, okay, well, this is this, this is this. Or, or I think starting out, yeah, it's paying the bills, it's, it's being a provider. But I don't believe in in quote-unquote gender roles. I believe, just just me, I believe that there are seasons. And so if this is his season to provide, then it's his season to provide. Next season, he may want to go to school. Next season, he may be sick. Next season, he may be a millionaire. So I don't always think the providing or paying of the bills, let me say that, is the only thing that, quote, unquote, um, defines a man for me. But I think the provider part is he brings that balance and that stability to the table. When it was just me and my daughter as a single mom, oh, you know, we went through, right? We had each other's heads. But when my husband came into the picture, he was able to smooth that thing out. I think you all provide balance. Um, I'm a perfectionist I I got you know high anxiety I want things to be a certain way and my husband like hey did you stop and smell the roses today it's okay so I think providing just isn't money but it's providing that balance that peace that stability that that thing that we lack that logic sometimes because we all emotional right and that's not a a jab but that's how we were made you guys are more logical and more relational and so um, for me, it changes because I see a different side of a man every day. So there's no quote-unquote real man, but I think every woman has to define what type of man they want, what type of man they want their son to be, what type of man they want their husband to be. Um, so what may work for you may not work for me, and vice versa. You know, If it's my season to stay at home and, and cook your meals, then it's my season to do that. Does that mean that's forever and ever and ever? It might not be. I may have a podcast that blow up. We on the road. I can't cook. The chef got to cook. You know what I'm saying? So it it changes for me, for me every day. Now, when people aren't handling their business or they're not being the father that they could be or they're not reaching their potential of what they could be, then I can talk about potential. But it's not necessarily a man, a real man or a real woman thing. Not for me anymore.
0: Not anymore. Not anymore. Okay.
1: Not anymore. So that ready-made myth is, is gone.
0: There's so a lot of uh, still a lot out it there. Is. that feels like there that's why we're talking about it. Yeah,
1: yeah, a absolutely. Street, yes. So let's talk about your relationship with your son because okay. you're a hell of a dad. Shout Thank out. you, absolutely. I appreciate it. Tell me how were you intentional with that? Did that happen by accident? Did you wake up one day like how 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 did that come to be?
0: Um, with me. It was um I think it was everything that I felt like I didn't have mm. with my dad,
1: okay
0: uh, once again, my pops was my pops was there um but um he was just there, mm-hmm. okay, and we're now we're talking about you know another generation, mm-hmm. okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, we also, we, we have to understand that a lot of times a person can't give you what they don't have, right? I agree. So uh, if that wasn't given to my dad, then I really can't expect him mm. to, to be able to give me those things. And because the way that I was being raised, I didn't know that I needed those things. I didn't know that I was missing out on anything. It, you know, it just is what it is. You know what I mean? And uh, one day I remember because yo, it, it used to get it used to get wild at my house. I'm telling you, man. Mom, dad, they fought. They fought like cats and dogs, right? I mean, <laughs> uh, sometimes my mama would win, sometimes my dad would win, but you know. It was it was fight night, okay, okay. and um, I can remember one one situation, and 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 I'm 56. I'm not 55. I'm one of them. I'm in my 50s. Uh, I can 50-some. remember. I'm 50 something. <laughs> I can remember one situation where my dad had my dad had came home, and this was believe me, back back in the 70s. This this was what was happening. It was, it was a lot of a lot of wife and husband beating going on. You okay. know, you you ask your grandma, or whoever, they'll, they'll tell you, yeah, he hit me two or three times, but uh,
1: <laughs> not two or three. But yeah, two or three
0: times he hit me. But he some man is better than no man. We're talking oh, about yeah. that in a oh, different yeah. podcast. Oh yeah, but um, I remember, um, my dad came into the room, and him and mom they started fighting. Right. And mama, she was she she was she was holding on for a minute, but she slipped. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. she fell off into the closet, right. right? And pop just got on her. He was, you know, he was giving her one two. You know, he was he was giving her the business. But this is what what happened, man. My mother, she gave up, okay, and uh, she was making this noise, this whimpering noise, like every time she would take a hit. She would go, mm, mm, just like that. Mm-hmm. And I'm a little boy, you know. I'm a little boy, and um, years went by. Years went by, and I'm driving in the car, and I'm telling. Every time I tell this story, yeah. I, get, I get choked up.
1: Yeah.
0: But um, years went by, and I'm driving in the car, and on the radio, I heard that noise. And uh, it just brought tears to my eyes because I could remember my mother being helpless. Right, that noise triggered something in me. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. uh, it it let me know that that I that I had not forgiven my father. Okay. Right. So I went to my dad, told him I forgive him, and this, that, and the third, but. I know you guys are like, well, what does that got to do with the question?
1: No, no, no. We here.
0: I made promises Mm -hmm. that I would never do that Mm -hmm. to my wife, right? My dad used to stay out. My dad would leave the house Mm -hmm. on Thursday when he got paid. Might not show back up until Monday. All the money gone, right? Mm -hmm. And I can remember Wondering, where's my dad? God, I wish Pop was was home, right? And I made a promise. My kids would never wonder where I was at, Mm -hmm. ever. There was times that we didn't have food. My mother would go up and down the road to our neighbors, right? Back then, people helped each other, Shaker Community was Mm -hmm. community. She would go up and down the road, and they would give us food. Mm -hmm. I promised my kids would never Mm -hmm. be without, ever. And so I just, as I got older, I never had any intentions to have kids,
1: really. okay.
0: Because of my childhood, I was like, I never want kids, right? But, you know, both of them are the greatest things that ever happened to me, Mm -hmm. you know? But... Those that that those situations molded me mm-hmm. into being the type of father that I am to my son and to my daughter. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. Um, it has a good side and a bad side. Okay, the good side is that I am a incredible provider. Um the bad side is sometimes I love I, I, my love is is not seen first right sometimes it's very very rough but everything that I say and do when it comes to my kids is out of love mm-hmm. okay mm-hmm. it's out of love and it's out of pre- preparing them for the things that may or may not come I'd rather rather prepare them for the worst and it never show up than them to never be prepared for those things. So with my son, um, my son, I've been very, very proactive. I've been very, very intentional uh, with my son uh, to try to help him be the best uh, person that he could be mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to say the best father that he could be uh, because he doesn't have any kids and I don't know if he ever will but I want him to be the best person that he can be yeah. uh, the same with my daughter uh, a little, it's, it's a little different um, when it comes to my daughter but with my daughter it's, it's uh, I'm preparing her uh, trying to help her to be the best person that she could possibly be i've told uh both of them as well as my wife that they saved my life, mm. okay? Um, okay I would probably not be around or not be in as well of shape as I am right now if had not been for them so i'm really really uh I'm really really hands on uh I like to call it the uh, the the Mr Miyagi effect. Okay. 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 okay uh, Mr. If anybody has ever seen the first Karate Kid, wax on, wax uh, off. that wax on, wax off thing, uh, that's that's real deal right there. Uh, uh, they don't understand sometimes the reason uh, it has to be the way it is, mm-hmm. but I thank God that um, they have seen. In real time, uh, at certain spurts in life, with with our dealings, that they've seen. Oh, I understand why pops is the way that he is. I understand why dad did what he did. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So to answer your questions, I'm I'm very very hands on. Okay. Uh, um, um, I don't really get. I, I really don't care if <laughs> if I upset you <laughs> in my approach. <laughs> I don't, uh, because I know what I'm doing is out of love, okay, and I know that uh, because I can see I've 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 been there,
1: mm-hmm. okay, mm-hmm.
0: and I know the pitfalls and I know the the situations that you can come across, uh, and that's why I'm like right. at a, at a with both of them. I'm like a sense of urgency mm-hmm. uh, to make sure that you know they're gonna be all right.
1: Absolutely. So now you're a pop-pop. I'm a pop-pop. <laughs> so tell me, is it different than raising your son and daughter? Are you softer? Are you? Do you not care about your approach with him? Like, tell me. Because I see a different pop-pop.
0: Yeah, yeah there's, a, there's, a, there's a different pop-pop, no doubt. There's a different pop-pop. Pop-pop lovey-dovey. <laughs> your yeah, yeah, pop-pop, like, come here, little boy.
1: Yeah. Uh, yes,
0: but... Be because, because it's the it's the two point oh version okay. of of them, the blessing is is you get to do it all over all again. All over again, yeah. You know. Um you get to you get to fix the a uh, wrong, yeah. you yes. know. Yeah. Uh and being totally honest with yourself, you can, you can be even better. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I think uh, am I as tough on my doodlebug? Uh I'm very stern. Okay. Um, I want him to, I want him to be, you know, everything he can be as well. Right. I want uh, I want him to understand most certainly understand right from wrong. I want him to understand the consequences of of going left. Um so not as not as tough. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh-huh. Uh does does he get away with more? Most certainly. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um and there is there's a level of spoil spoiling that's taking place. With him, uh, with the grandkids, that. Um, but you know what I realized, though? Spoiling my grandkids or spoiling my grandchild uh, is, is, is spoiling the mother as well. Oh, okay. Yeah. It, uh, <laughs> it, it takes away from something that she has to spend her money on. Okay. okay? You understand? <laughs> oh, so yeah. That's, yeah. My <laughs> <laughs> that's my excuse. Okay. Okay.
1: You're helping the kid out. I got you. I got yeah.
0: You, I'm I got helping you. her out.
1: So um, for me, what you said resonated with me because I think my motherhood was shaped from not being raised by my mom. And so it came from a place of lack. And so I didn't know really what a mother was, but I just knew I couldn't fail at it. And I knew that it was an experiment. So I think I know, I know. And shout out to my daughter who's who's probably listening. I over mothered. Right. It didn't take all of that, but I didn't have a blueprint. I didn't have anyone to say, hey, you don't have to go, you don't have to, you know, back up. And so I, I'm, I'm not a, so my grandkids are going to call me Duchess. So I'm not a Duchess yet, right? <laughs> <laughs> but I have a son, and they're 15 years apart. You laughing at Duchess? That's, <laughs> I don't look like a Duchess? <laughs> no. <laughs> so my kids are 15 years apart. So that, that feeling that you feel with the Bug, that you get to do it different this time. You know, and my daughter reminds us all the time, like I would have never gotten away. It didn't take all that. And he's a different kid. And so, um, I, I felt everything you said, and so re raising or raising um a young a, a younger uh child is different and I'm doing it different. Also, I got help this time. And so having that balance in the house is different. I love it. And so um, you know, I didn't even understand that like single parenting was not not how things are supposed to be. it was just human survival, you gotta do what you gotta do, but having that balance, like you said, I definitely appreciate it um, and I'm gonna give my husband some flowers tomorrow thank you for that do idea. that please yes <laughs> because, yes um uh I appreciate it because the struggle the struggle is real um
0: but you know what um what i what I told. And I had to tell my daughter this, mm-hmm. okay, because she would uh, remind me of the discipline that she dealt with that do. my son
1: okay didn't Dang have good. to
0: deal with. I mean, because I think they're about three years apart. Okay, hey, listen, listen, guys, <laughs> when you get fifty something. Everything becomes (laughs) blurry. Your eyesight, your memory, everything.
1: Fifty something. They may be three years apart. We don't
0: know. (laughs) Yeah, I know they. I know they're not twins. Right, but uh, they remind me. She reminds me that um, Tyler gets away with things Mm -hmm. that she didn't get away with, Uh, and I have to let them know. Listen, I'm not. Perfect. Okay, mm-hmm. you were the first. All right, so I, I fathered different, different. Yeah, you're you're the first. Once again, there's no blueprint.
1: No blueprint. We figure it out as we go. Exactly.
0: I'm in uncharted waters. Uh-huh. So I'm, I'm doing the best I can with you. But mm-hmm. when I saw my my faults, my mistakes, okay, i right. i fixed it up. Okay. on on this side of it you know what I'm saying so don't be so hard on me right. you know right. i i i operated out of love with you i'm operating out of love with him but you need to understand as well uh i'm 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 going at him in a certain way that i didn't go at you right you know what i mean it's uh there's a, there's a give and take in this thing
1: it you is. know it is and I, and I find myself, you know, I try to explain to to Shara where my mindset was at that time. There you go. You know, you grew up with me. You know, I was 18 when I had you. And so you grew up. He got a fully grown mom. I was broken and in survival mode. He got a healed and whole mom. So she's different. So I find myself apologizing, you know, um, never my intentions to to hurt. But I was growing and learning. I don't know if
0: I've apologized. You apologize
1: yet? I don't. I I don't. Once again, I
0: don't think it was a. I don't know if it was a uh, apologizing moment. Okay. You know, I think it's. uh, You know, it was uh, one of those moments of you know what I see your point. Mm -hmm. I do, but I still need you to understand. How, how and why? Mm -hmm. Okay, absolutely. Um, By you now having a child, if you have another one, you you you'll understand why I'm coming from because this you know this first time in you know, Um, but everything everything was done out of love. Oh
1: yeah, oh yeah, no doubt, no doubt. And before we close up, uh, this is a great show. I don't want to end. Before we close up, what would you tell? The young man who is struggling with identity. Society is telling them, you know, this is what a real man is. This is what it should be. You should make this. You should drive this. You should um, have this. So what would you tell the young man who's struggling with identity?
0: Real simple. Um, turn off the background noise. Mm-hmm. Turn the background noise off. You, you have to you have to first understand uh the warfare that's taking place right now okay uh when we start speaking about social media commercials music there's so many things that um that is competing for your attention there's so many things that's trying to tell you who you are okay uh and you're you're signing on to all of those things okay um when it comes to the clothes when it comes to uh the way you wear the clothes the uh, the way you talk uh you're 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 finding yourself subconsciously mm-hmm. signing up mm-hmm. to all of these things, but what you have to do uh is Just be honest with yourself. Right. If you are if you if you you're scared, you're scared. If you are. And and don't get me wrong, if you're a coward, you're a coward. Right. Just, you know, you're able to better identify yourself, identify with yourself when you're honest with yourself. Mm -hmm. You have to be and you've heard me say this a lot of times with the youth. You have to be willing to be the person that's wearing the red outfit in the all-white party. You have to be able to be yourself unapologetically. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter who you who you are. You have to get comfortable with yourself. And once you become comfortable with yourself, then you know, you can move forward. Things the Social media, society, and, and all the other things that go along with it will not be able to tell you who you are. Right. And it's so, so, so important to not allow society to tell you who you are because society has an agenda.
1: That's right. That's
0: society right. has an agenda, and that agenda is not to promote. Mm-hmm. That agenda is not to construct, but to destruct. That's right. Okay. So you have to most certainly remember that.
1: Absolutely. Yes, we got one question from the floor before we end.
0: Okay. Um, Do we need to repeat the question? Okay. Oh,
1: Oh, I'll repeat it. So um, when you look back over your life, (laughs) from young Rodney to um, young man, husband, father, how did it turn out?
0: It it turned out great mm. on paper.
1: On paper, okay.
0: Okay. It turned out great on paper. My kids have never wanted for anything. Okay. Okay. Um, they have they've been to Paris. They, you know, matter of fact, they had passports before I did. Okay. Okay. Um, they've been to Disney. They probably went to Disney (laughs) five times before I did. Okay. I, because of those promises I made, Mm -hmm. I became, uh, super focused on just those promises. Okay. I never made the promise that I was going to love them, okay? I never made the promise that I was going to um, take time out with them. Mm. I never made the promise that I was going to throw balls and catch them and all kinds of stuff. I never made that promise. And because, because the promise that I made is, I basically said I would make sure that they would never want for anything. So I put money first. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I put money first. I put what needed to be done to make the money. I put that first. And sometimes that caused me to not be able to do the fun things with them because I want to make sure that you can do the fun things, right? Because the fun things is coming out of my wallet, right? right? So I want to make sure that you can do that. So if I could... Tell young Rodney one thing. I would tell him to add that into the promise. Okay. Um, I would promise myself that I would take time out with them because it it caused kind of sort of a strain, especially with my daughter. Okay. Uh, but now I do uh, daughter father vacations. Okay. Uh, would have been great to do them years ago, right. but I still have the opportunity to do it now, mm-hmm. okay, so to answer that question, I would probably include that um but you just you're just not thinking about that because at the time, to my defense, at the time, those were the things that I felt that I needed, oh yeah. okay, because love was not I never heard I love you as a as a child never never heard i love you as a child and that that in itself um early in life that wasn't that wasn't no big deal i can't miss what i never had i didn't think i needed that you know what i mean so but that went on with relationships you know, and things, things of that nature. I couldn't love, <laughs> girl. I like you a lot, little mama. <laughs> what you talking about, Shorty. love, Shouty?
1: She, she talking about, love,
0: <laughs> girl? I love you for you to shut up. You know, but I didn't because I didn't hear those things. That was that was a foreign language, right? Right? There was no hugs in my house. Okay. And it took an effort for me to start telling my mother, I love you. It took an effort to tell my father, I love you. Mm. It took an effort to tell my sister, my brother, because it was foreign language. We didn't hear it, okay? And so it was like, it's just... In my house, it was like I fed you, didn't? Right. You know, I'm talking about uh, when yeah. I was, I was yeah. young. Yeah, well, I fed you. that mean, I love you. You know what I mean? It was just a, a given, right. right? Right. But it, it was needed. It was, it was. I needed to hear it. You know. And when I made that promise, I didn't. I didn't know to include that because at that point, it wasn't high on the on the list. I don't even think it made the list.
1: It's funny you said that. I was watching something the other day, and um, uh, a man on a podcast, I can't call his name right now, but he said, you know, the lifespan of a male, he said you're a baby, and so you yearn for love and attention. And then as a male, you act out for love and attention. But as a grown man, you're able to give love Mm. and attention and so when you when you were saying that 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 resonated um with me because it, it it it's a lot we 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 come from a place of lack or um you know wanting to right the wrongs of our parents and so we either become them or we are complete opposite
0: exactly
1: but we never take the time to stop and think about what does my family need from me? Right. Right? Because I'm providing, I'm doing, I'm doing what I know how to do, right? We ain't hungry, we ain't cold, right, right. you know, but what do they need? Um, and so in this stage of life, that's important to me because um, I would work and I would do and I would do. And I remember asking um, my family, I said, hey, you know, um, I, I, I have a flexible schedule so that I can be here and I can be at the game and I can go to the movies. Um, would you prefer I work a nine to five like everybody else? And they said, yes. Because at least when you're away, you can work. And when you're here, we have your full attention. Mm -hmm. Because when you're here, you're not really here. I said, dang. Dang. (laughs) Right? So, again, I'm, I'm loving from a place where I think you want to be loved versus where you need to be loved. And I think, you know, in our community, we need to have those conversations. Like, what do you need? And can I give that to you? Right. Right? Well... Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode of the Unangry Black Woman Podcast. We hope you enjoyed our discussion. To my guest, my brother, thank you so much. You add value to the room. Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, I hope you all found the conversation informative and enlightening. Remember, the conversation does not have to end here. You can follow us on social media. We're Tiffany Fox, Inc. on Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn. We would love to hear from you on some of the topics that you want us to discuss. We'll be back with another episode real soon. Um, again, follow us on social media. And again, thanks for being part of our community, and we'll see you soon. Be great.